welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet globally recognized education expert Tony Wagner, writer Casey Schwartz, and computer scientist and entrepreneur Rana Al-Kayoubi. Go behind the mic with these authors and discover what it was like for them to record their audiobooks. Enjoy. I'm Tony Wagner, author of Learning by Heart and Unconventional Education, which is my memoir. After having written six books that are argument-based discussions of why we need to change schools, I decided I really wanted to tell stories. And it was first and foremost the story of my experience in school, where I, in fact, was a one-time high school dropout and two-time college dropout. So I used the stories from my life, my struggles as a student, to try to help the reader better understand the struggles many students go through in their school experiences. If there was only one word I had to use to describe the experience of recording my book, it would have to be incredible. Incredible because first I had this amazing team. Mae Wethrich, my director, and Alex Allison, the guy behind the control panel, were just incredible. But it was also incredible for me to have to emotionally relive the experiences that I had written about. I mean, it's one thing to write about it. It's quite different to have to read them aloud. Experiences that were 50 years old came back as fresh as if they'd happened yesterday. You know, as I reflect on what I'm proudest of in the audio version of this book, it was my effort to recreate the emotions that I had experienced at the moment that I was living them. I worked hard to do that, and it was at times very painful, too. Some people have asked me what I'm most excited for listeners to hear in this book. That's tough, because it was my life, and it feels very, very personal. I guess what I'm hoping is that readers will take away something larger than just my story, but something about the struggles of all teachers to try to become better teachers, and the struggles that we educators face in trying to do a better job in the classroom every single day. I love audiobooks. I listen to them whenever I have any distance at all to drive, and often at other times as well. Most recently, I listened to Tom Hanks read Anne Patchett's book, The Dutch House. And I guess if I had one other person in mind, or really someone who was a kind of role model for me in reading my own book aloud, it would have been Tom Hanks's narration. And now listen to a clip from the audiobook. When I talk to people who have pleasant memories of their school years, they rarely mention the classes they took. Those who remember school fondly are far more likely to recall it as a time in their life when they had fun with friends, or they excelled at a sport, or joined in an extracurricular activity that excited them. Almost invariably, they say classes were easy for them. And so they got along with their teachers and brought home good grades that pleased their parents. For many students, those for whom school is hard for whatever reason, or who are not popular or good athletes, school is tedious at best, torturous at worst. I was such a student. School for me was a giant jigsaw puzzle with many hundreds of tiny pieces, a puzzle that came with no picture to guide me 
or tell me how it was all supposed to turn out. I was lost. Hi, I'm Casey Schwartz, author of Attention, A Love Story. I was inspired to take on the subject of attention actually sitting at a literary festival in Colorado in 2015. And I suddenly had this thought, like, we've just given our attention away so casually. And it was this idea of, like, how casual it had been that kind of broke my heart, even though at the time I thought it was a completely futile fight to wage, this fight for us to reclaim our attention. I thought it was kind of lost already. Recording the audiobook was surprisingly intense. I am so almost horrified and embarrassed that I have been, for my entire life, mispronouncing the name of Aldous Huxley, who I have called Aljuis Huxley since whenever I first started referring to him. And he was a major, major character in this book. And all through the writing of it, in my head, I had him as Aljuis Huxley. And it was only arriving at the sound studio that I realized, oh my gosh, I've just, I've gotten this completely wrong. My dream narrator is undoubtedly Carrie Fisher. I had a baby 10 weeks ago, and all through the first month of his life, I listened to the audible version of Anne Lamott's operating instructions about her first year raising her son. And it was such a godsend to hear the experience of what she went through, just trying to corral this infant through the first months. And it was such a sort of mirror of what my husband and I were experiencing with our son. I love walking the loop of Prospect Park listening to audiobooks, and I just do it whenever I possibly can. And now listen to a clip from the audiobook. This story begins with the Adderall. I am referring to the pills that entered my life as they did so many lives when I was 18 years old and stayed lodged there until I was 30. These pills seemed to offer me pure, distilled attention anytime I needed it, to compensate for whatever I imagined my deficiencies in that department to be. And, like any love story, I remember everything about the moment it began. Hi, this is Rana Al-Kalyubi, author of Girl Decoded, a scientist's quest to reclaim our humanity by bringing emotional intelligence to technology. Girl Decoded is my story of breaking boundaries. From Egypt to the United States, PhD to CEO and fantasy to reality, I've commercialized cutting-edge artificial emotional intelligence technology to transform healthcare, transportation, and the way we connect with one another in a digital world. Along the way, I've had to defy what was expected to me both as a Muslim woman and a female tech founder. But I found my voice. By sharing my story, my goal is to inspire other technologists, leaders, and entrepreneurs, women and people of diverse backgrounds, and anyone who's ever struggled to find their own voice. I want to reach as many people as possible and hope to motivate and inspire with this story.
If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be exciting. I came into this really not knowing what the experience would be like. I've never recorded an audiobook before. And I feel like I've learned a ton. It's been fun. And it was a great opportunity to really connect with my listeners through narrating the book. There were definitely several words and phrases in the book that I had trouble pronouncing, and we would go back and read them over and over again. It took forever. Uh, for example, Smithsonian and strengths and months. <laughs> Anytime there's a TH followed by an S, it was trouble. But we got through it. In narrating the book, I think I'm most proud of how open and authentic and vulnerable I tried to be. There are parts in the book where I choked up and I didn't try to mask that. I just, you know, I just let it be. And I hope that will resonate with the listeners. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Scarlett Johansson. And the reason is she was the voice in the movie Her. She played the operating system. And we didn't see her throughout the movie. It was just her voice. And she has an incredibly powerful and communicative voice. So I think she would be awesome. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. From the outside, my suburban Boston home is everything I always imagined a real American home should look like. Built in 1868, it is the quintessential New England Central Hall Colonial, with a tidy fence, a brick walkway, a gray wood exterior, black shutters, a sunroom, and a lovely backyard with flower beds. But step inside and you can see that my home is more complex, like me. It is Egyptian-American, interspersed among the traditional round-armed sofa, Queen Anne chairs, and side tables, are mementos from my place of birth, things you would find in Egyptian homes. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.